episode of the Retro Craptacular Podcast, where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet Earth. I am your host, Aaron, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. I'm always here. You're always here. It hasn't, I haven't missed a single episode Never yet. Never not been here. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Good. Oh, good. Consistency is key, as they say. Mm, who says that? I, I don't know. Yeah, well. Um, but whatever, we, we've got it. True. So... They can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a roaring start here. All right. Yeah, um, I got hot takes. I'll spit them all day whoa. long. Do it. Or is that um, a, uh, we should have a, a, a Patreon exclusive that's just Aaron's, Aaron's hot, hot takes. takes. Yep. Oh. Sign up to Patreon to hear that one. $4 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, or less if you're in America. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. We're Canadian. We are Canadian. Our money is worth less. Yeah, it's worth <laughs> nothing. So, uh, welcome to the new year. Oh, yeah, it's the January episode. New year, new us, big start to the year. Hey-o. Um, I feel like the movie that we're about to talk about is one that we have been avoiding talking about for a long time, yeah. probably. Yeah, that but would be, it, be fair to say. It's one that comes up frequently in the circles that we run in which is people that watch crap for fun yep yeah here we are so we'll get to that later but before we do that have you seen a good thing a good thing i mean last time we spoke was before the christmas season i feel like there's been a number of good things that i've watched um but given our track record i feel like we should talk about spider-man Oh, yeah. We have to talk about Spider-Man. Spoilers yeah. from here on out. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk all about that Spider-Man. I'll put the time code in, I guess. What did you think about Spider-Man? I loved Spider-Man? it. So oh, good. I loved it. It's so good. I mean, like, first of all, it's it was it was just a good movie. Yeah. There's lots of good acting. Well written. It was a complicated mm-hmm. plot. It was well written. It was, yeah. But even just, like, it, it, it had become kind of a joke that... Spider-Man had been rebooted so many times. Yeah. To the point that with like Tom Holland they just didn't do any of the origin story shit because yeah. everyone was like, "Yeah, it's overdone" and then stuff like that. But for for them, or like first of all for Marvel to like like partner with Sony to use a character that they technically own in order to bring it into the MCU instead of instead of just being like, "Oh, we don't own it, we can't use it." is kind of cool in itself. Yeah. But the fact that they would go to make this movie to make all of the other Spider-Man movies that have existed mean something yeah like to make it so that they still matter in the grand scheme of things is just really sweet it is pretty cool and also i definitely felt like the target audience when i was in the theater being like i've seen all the spider-man movies i love spider-man i love all of the spider-man this movie is for me and i cried multiple times yeah oh totally um because yeah andrew garfield and toby mcguire oh both show up yeah to have them all in scenes together yeah but then also to make it so beautiful to be like um especially with andrew garfield's spider-man um that like he had such a a harrowing event and to like give him emotional closure totally in a completely different universe in a, in a way, it's like it's the third Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. In a way, like I yeah. don't know what it is, but like he just danced circles around the other two. Like yeah. every scene he's in, he <laughs> steals it. I think he was the best part of that movie. Totally, it was an amazing movie with um, lots of amazing parts, and I think he tops it. Which is which is weird because like I did not care for his movies at all, 
I didn't yeah. mind the first one. <laughs> I, I thought it had some like fun jokes in it. I thought he was okay as Peter Parker, but um, like as movies, they were not great. I don't even think I finished the second one, if I'm being fully honest. I don't remember it. Um, I think I watched it on Netflix or something and then decided I don't actually have to watch this if I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, isn't that always true? Or? Yeah, but it's well, not like... It's except not like for when you, we get together for this podcast. Or if you buy a ticket to... Like, there's very few movies I've ever walked out of. Oh, yeah. In the movie theater, you yeah. know? I can think of exactly two. Um, Which two? I walked out of Your Highness, and I walked out of... Oh, fuck. What's it called? Uh, Will Smith fights his younger self, but it's a clone. What? Uh, Gemini Man? Uh, sounds vaguely you watch a lot more movies than i do i don't know <laughs> i walked out of that movie i think in the first 10 minutes Oof! yeah i got the 10 minutes huh? maybe 15 it was not very long i, I usually like, try to give a movie like 20 before i decide whether or not i'm gonna bail 10 is it was rough wow yeah um so like uh yeah i didn't i didn't have like the same emotional reaction i had when like he showed up at first as i did when toby Maguire showed up mm. and i was like oh man that's great to see yeah because toby Maguire was our spider-man 100 percent. Right? We, were, we were just little still little is in a way you know yeah yeah um, and again for that to be like it matters you know yeah. like it has so it has value in this greater universe that they're expanding um yeah i just that's beautiful it's wonderful and it also leaves room for for us to be like, hey, so there's the, like this canon MCU that's going on, but also any of the other movies, superhero movies that we've loved as kids, like they all matter. Yeah, they they all could count. And I mean, you know, the next Marvel movie coming out is called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Right. What's gonna go on there? So you gotta think that there's gonna be. There's definitely got to be an X Men cameo. Oh, that's right. Hundred percent. Owen Fox and um, if Wesley Snipes' Blade showed up, that would be dope. That would be whack. It would be fun if they got Chris Evans back as the Human Torch, <laughs> because he did that before he did Captain America. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh you know? gosh. Um, but. Yeah, I think like the the animated, you know, into the Spider-Verse kind of proved that like oh no, normal audiences will totally just accept that there's multiple versions of the same character in multiple universes. And so I think like like to bring everyone back and like all the villains were so great too, you know. Um yes. Again, it was again one of the things where like, all the villains are great and it's awesome, but that but then there's Willem Dafoe. There's Willem Dafoe. Just head and shoulders above the rest yeah he's so good as green goblin he's he's amazing i mean alfred molina is great always as well i liked uh my partner was very upset that he didn't have his titties out for the whole (laughs) 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 for the movie they're kind of like oh turtleneck like like how upset how upset exactly we're talking there like pretty upset oh yeah they were definitely expecting doc ock titties and they got turtleneck doc ock which Mm. was uh very much not topless very much not topless and also non-canonical because if they're supposed to be getting snatched from the, you know right before they die uh then doc ock should have been drowning 
Huh. You know, underneath the sun with his titties out. Well. But. Just going to go ahead and uh, call that a big oversight. Yeah. <laughs> but there was a couple of things in that that didn't make sense. Because, like, also Jamie Foxx's character just looked totally different. And it was like, why? Yeah, but also, like, at that point, it kind of did feel like they were being like, we can do what we want. Yeah, they're like, he was gap-toothed and had a comb over. And, I mean, it was probably what happened was they're like, hey, Jamie Foxx, want to come back and be Electro? He's like, yeah, but only if I'm sexy. And they're like, okay. (laughs) Quick meeting. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I'll do it, but I'm going to look hot. (laughs) Nice. And then I think probably Thomas Hayden Church wasn't available. So they're like... Can you just do the voice and then we'll just make him sand the entire time? Hmm. But, uh, no, it, it, it was very, very enjoyable. I am torn to say that it's the best Spider-Man movie ever. Because there's been so many good ones. Well, there's been some good ones. And also, I don't know if it doesn't work. I don't, like, I don't know if it works if you haven't seen the other series you know what i mean oh like if you've never seen a different spider-man movie yeah like was this movie just weird like toby Maguire stepping through the portal dressed like a cool youth pastor doesn't <laughs> mean a, it was a good it line. was so good <laughs> oh my gosh doesn't mean anything to you if you're not familiar with those movies you know yeah um that's fair. So I don't know. But I mean, at the same time, like, I'm less familiar with the Andrew Garfield movies. I think I saw, like I said, the first one I think I saw once, maybe twice. The second one I saw, again, I don't know if I even finished it. So Yeah, I don't remember them very well either. You know, but I, I think I actually connected more with his character than with the Tobey Maguire character in this one. Same. I mean, like they, they both got, like, really interesting development and beautiful resolutions. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I also didn't remember the horrible um like um not being able to save his love trauma that yeah. Andrew Garfield spent. I did not remember that at all. And so they introduced it in a pretty organic way. Yeah. And enough that I knew when the moment came when Andrew Garfield saved um this universe's MJ that it, it meant so much. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good moment. And I'm I'm excited for what they do with the next Tom Holland one. It sounds like they've got him locked in for three more. Um, three more? Three more. Wow. Uh, you know, because where it leads off, or where it leaves off with him, uh, you know, nobody remembers that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. No one remembers who Peter Parker is. Yeah. Um, it, uh, when he you know finishes the movie he's renting a shitty apartment in queens and yeah uh you know had to sew his own spider-man costume that's literally just some spandex yeah he's striking out on his own just like the other spider-man had to yeah and uh, that was like it solved my biggest problem i think with the mcu spider-man series so far which is just like he's got it too good yeah in a way you know like because, kind of because of tony stark tony stark takes him under his wing like crazy technology yeah here's your super fancy spider-man suit i mean you know they kind of did that in the first one where they're like if you you know if you're nothing without that suit then you're nothing at all and he takes it yeah. away from him and he has to you know put on his overalls again or his hoodie or whatever overalls 
I got overalls on the brain, man. Given oh, what the, we just watched, fair, yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 he's got to put on his put on his pajamas and go fight fight crime again. Yep. Um, but yeah, like the only uh, thing that he made for himself was the web shooters, web fluid, right? And yeah, everything right. else was given to him by Tony Stark. And then even then, I'm sure Tony Stark did a know, bunch of web stuff, gave him new web shooters, and probably all that kind of stuff, right? So. Um, having Tony Stark, Tony Stark and MJ kind of be like a, like a composite Uncle Ben or not MJ, um, Aunt May. Mm. Cause Aunt May dies in this one. Again, spoilers. If you haven't seen it. Yeah. Like um, <sighs> that scene. And as soon as she, she starts to deliver the line and you know what she's going to say. And then as soon as she's done saying it with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Everyone in the theater was like. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you die after you say that. Everyone knows yeah. she's about to die. Oh, it's such a oh. Yeah. So. Oh, I cried. Oh yeah. I, I mean, cried so hard. Um. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I think it it puts him in a good place now, where he's, because like I guess his uncle Ben died, maybe. Yeah, we don't know a lot about it. We don't know a lot about his origin. Um, you know, I don't know if it was a it was a Stark Industries super radioactive spider or whatever that turned him into a Spider Man or not. Probably, probably, because I mean, in the you know the original origin, I believe it's Oscorp. I think so. Yeah. Um, but Oscorp doesn't exist in this universe, and mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. is very sad to find out about. I didn't like that they smashed the uh, Green Goblin mask so quick. You only saw it in like one shot and then yeah but also it was like the whole the whole willem dafoe thing is is all very jekyll and hyde right yeah so him smashing the mask was like him trying oh yeah to be dr jekyll and then for the mask to be smashed and then just to still hear the laughter was was wonderfully ominous of just being like no nah, you can't get rid of it that easy i know but i think that mask takes a lot of shit and that's why they decided to trash it oh you think so yeah i think so because there's a like, the whole thing like oh he looks like a power ranger villain like you know and that's a bad thing i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing you always heard right or you can see willem dafoe's teeth through the mesh in the you know you can see his mouth moving behind the mesh in the in the mask and like all that kind of stuff and i was oh. like i loved the oh, way the green goblin looked in yeah. the original movies i had no problem with that that's dope um but whatever uh i also do love when he like shows up at the shelter where aunt may is and he's just wearing like like that shitty green coat and like a purple hoodie yeah and the green and purple is just so comic book it's green goblin yeah that was cute and then you know at the end he gets the shredded hoodie and it's got the purple hood and like all that kind of stuff like okay they're they're leaning into you know the comic book green goblin kind of thing so uh yeah, I, I liked that homage too. I just I would have liked maybe just one more scene with the, the original Green Goblin mask because like, that's you see that's him riding the glider and he's in like one shot and then Doctor Strange whisks him out to um you know somewhere else. Well, back to the basement. But yeah, uh, I I think I'm excited for where they take Spider Man in the next one because I'm like okay now now this actually feels like real Spider Man. Yeah, that's... it was kind of getting to the point I was trying to make earlier, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. he's lost Uncle Ben, he's lost Tony Stark, he's all on his own. What's he gonna What's do? What's he gonna do? I'm super excited to find out. Gotta be Spider-Man. I hope they bring back the guy 
that was the landlord in Spider-Man 2. I mean, the Mr. Dinklevich or whatever. The apartment looks very much the same. <laughs> totally. So, like, that would be a great if you're going to bring back, you know, J. Jonah Jameson and, or, uh, what's his name? Not, well, that's, I mean, that's the character's, that's the character's name. name. Yeah. But, um, uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons and stuff like that. Why not bring back the guy who's got, I know, love, I love that he's such a perfect like J. Jonah hawk. Jameson that he is J. J. Jonah Jameson in multiple universes. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how perfect he is. You know, you just got eyes like a rodent or whatever. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love J.K. Simmons. Spider-Man, No Way Home, very good, extremely good. Tough to say if it's the best Spider-Man movie. I've seen a lot of people saying like it's the best Spider-Man movie of all time, and I'm like, I don't know if you can say that because I don't know if it works on its own. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's you know? the best. It maybe it's the best Spider-Man movie of all time if you've seen all Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, as a standalone movie, who knows? I mean, if you're viewing it as, like, the, whatever, it's eighth chapter in a Spider-Man series, because there was, what, three Tobey Maguire, two Andrew Garfield, one, two, yeah, eight. Hmm. If it's chapter eight in a overall long arcing narrative, um, then it's beautiful. Then it's beautiful, but I don't know if it, you know, I think, yeah, I don't know, it. It definitely works. It's like a nice conclusion to this uh, Tom Holland thread, like storyline. Um, and I think that story works. You don't have to have seen all of the other movies for it to work. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just like, oh, there's other Spider-Men from other dimensions and they look different. Yeah. You know, and these are their villains and yeah, like that, that bit works so i don't think like you need to have seen the other ones for the movie to work i just don't know if it has like if my viewing of it is is tainted by the fact that i have a strong emotional connection to the originals i mean probably it probably yeah i mean there's there's no way for you to know you just need to decide whether or not you think it's the best i don't know if it's better than spider-man 2 but it is it is very very good and like i said i think it's probably my favorite of the tom holland ones Mm -hmm. um and i think it does work as a nice like closing chapter to that storyline yeah Uh, even though they're gonna go forward and do do more um i think it works as a as a nice little put to like to just put a pin in that storyline and now they can do like a whole it's like a whole new spider-man now yeah absolutely so that that i was really excited for um to see where they go and I, i really like I really like what they did. Um, and I like that they brought in Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock. Oh, yeah. We haven't even <laughs> talked about that. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't know how long we want to just spend talking about Marvel on this podcast. But they have Charlie Cox as, as uh, in the, yeah, yeah, as Matt Murdock, which I love. Um, I think Daredevil is a super interesting hero. And I... I love, and again, like they're make, they're giving value to these other Spider-Man movies, but then also at the same time, kind of winking at like, hey, remember those uh, Netflix Marvel shows? Yeah, maybe they still matter too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think those are like definitively in another universe now, though. Are they? I think so. Interesting. Um, so the Charlie Cox that we, because those were always kind of like tangential in a way like they talked about like the incident or the yeah like you know, all the of, events in New York. All or, of the shows take place in a new york or in a world yeah it's mostly new york after 
the Avengers movie. Yeah, but like the Avengers, you know, never talked about the fact that there's dragon bones underneath New York City. Correct. Like in the the Defenders show, yeah. right? So like they uh, and it was produced by Marvel Television, which was headed up by Ike Perlmutter, who like did not play well with Kevin Feige and didn't Ooh. like him, and so there's like all kinds of behind the scenes stuff hmm. that doesn't jive. You know, like, so they they kind of played down the connections as they went on. Um, So I think those are definitely, and I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has definitely been confirmed to be like, yeah, it's a different universe. No, I haven't seen any of that yet. Don't bother. Oh, okay. Yeah, just don't bother. Um, But then I was, was, uh, the reason I was curious is because aside from um, Matthew Murdoch um, in this movie, we also had in the Hawkeye television show, Kingpin. Yeah, come in. Who spoilers for good. Hawkeye may or may not have died at the end. Ooh. He didn't die. There's I mean, no, yeah, there's why? no way. Why would you bring him into? You film? don't see it happen on screen. It doesn't happen. Yeah, legit. But did you like Hawkeye? Um, ultimately, yes. Okay. I think that it started off, and I was like, "Ooh, I like Hawkeye. I like superheroes that are just people." Yeah. Which is actually part of why I like Daredevil. I know he has like superheroing and stuff, but yeah. he still had to work his ass off, and he oh, gets yeah. his ass kicked. Oh yeah, he's got to he get feels in like a human man. Um, and I appreciate him. Um, but yeah, Hawkeye, kind of like that same level. Super enjoyed it, and then like the middle, I was like kind of meandering a bit, be like, "Ooh, do I really care? Do I really like this?" This uh, main character, um, oh, the name escaped me. Shoot. Oh, uh, um, Kate Bishop. Right. I just have to imagine. Um, um, Yelena saying it. I just have to imagine it. Yeah. Kate Bishop. Oh, Kate Bishop, you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she was like kind of annoying for part of it. Um, but ultimately, the way it came together, I just had a lot of fun. I thought it was fun. It was like constantly kind of like winking at itself being like this is kind of a cute christmas special yeah but then also if you care about all of the other marvel stuff which i do then there is a lot of emotional weight to some of the stuff that goes down especially between elena and hawkeye and like how she kind of hunts them down but then kind of gets a bit of closure and you know there's still room for human emotion there and ultimately i had a good time i don't know i thought it was the worst thing that they've done so far in the tv world oh really uh yeah did not I mean, at least in, like, the Disney Plus era. Mm-hmm. Like, just did not... I, I, did, I don't think there was, like, any anything that happened in it that I was like, oh, yeah, that's important. And I did not find it entertaining enough to... Like, ultimately, I don't even really remember what the plot was. No? No. Like, I, what were they trying to do? They had to go to a ball at the end. <laughs> they did, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was not very you know taken with it it's like slightly worse than falcon and the winter soldier for me Mm. and falcon and winter soldier was like also kind of ineffectual if you break it down because it like it doesn't it's sort of just like a side story that gets the character to where you already thought he was at the end of avengers endgame I mean, yeah, you could put it that way, but 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 it did did bring up like I liked the whole Isaiah Bradley Mm. storyline that they introduced in that and like that kind of theme to it like elevated it a little bit because like at the beginning of hawkeye winter soldier i was like this sucks i don't want to watch this this is dumb and Mm. then um yeah you said hawkeye and the winter soldier did i say hawkeye and the winter soldier falcon and the winter soldier yeah (laughs) they're all birds um (laughs) 
you know, and, and then by the end of it, I was like, okay, all right, you know what? You actually did have a point. Yeah. Um, and Hawkeye, I just like, I was just like, what's the point? Like, I guess like good for like bringing back Kingpin, but like, I, I don't know. I, I I wasn't very taken with it. Um, and I, like, it was at the point where I was like. I don't even know if I want to tune in watching more Marvel stuff. And then they dropped a trailer for Moon Knight starring Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. And that's coming out at the end of March. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so soon. And I love Moon Knight. See, I don't know anything about Moon Knight. And that trailer scared the shit out of me. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. I'll recommend some comics to you. You can find the Warren Ellis miniseries from like 2013, 14, something like that. Mm. Um, He did six issues. That's really great. Um it's yeah it looks like some psychological craziness moon knight is a very interesting character he's got um what did oh disassociative identity Identity disorder Disorder. um so like in the trailer he's like you know all british and uh you know talk calls himself steven or whatever and then he answers the phone like why'd you call me mark and yeah at first i was like why are they calling him Steven? His name's Mark Spector. He's hmm. Moon Knight. And then, yeah, basically, like, the, the whole thing with Moon Knight is, like, he was a mercenary named Mark Spector. He got left for dead in Egypt. And uh, as he was dying underneath the statue of the moon god Khonshu, you know, he had a vision of the moon god coming to him and saying, like, I'm going to give you all the powers of the moon or whatever. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> and you're going to fight crime. Better than death, Something like that, basically, yeah. It's like, you're going to be my, you know, my vessel. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, this whole... I wish Oscar Isaacs was my vessel. <laughs> you're not alone. Um, there, There's this whole... Also, he does like a really good British accent, which I did not think he could. I've never heard him do that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I have. But he's an amazing either, actor, so I don't know why I doubted him. He's, oh, um, he's great. But I can't remember what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so there's this whole question then about like with because you know like Conshu speaks to him and stuff like that, and so there's this whole question of, like, it, does he actually see the moon god Conshu, or is he just like kind of losing it a little bit? Mm. and like um you know he he could be you know a guy with moon powers moon god powers and that kind of stuff but then also he could just kind of be a little a little bit unhinged a little unhinged a little unwell in the mind interesting um so spooky yeah it's it's a real interesting character and i like uh I like Moon Knight a lot, and I'm very excited for that. Awesome. They got me back for one more at least, but I don't know. I might be out for She-Hulk. Oh, She-Hulk? Is it? I'm I'm not up. I don't read news very much. Yeah, they're doing She-Hulk, I think, is coming this year. And uh, Ms. Marvel, I think, is happening this year, which could be interesting. Because they're basing it on the Kamala Khan version and not the Carol Danvers version, because they already did Carol Danvers as Captain Marvel. Yeah. Hmm. Uh yeah. Interesting. But that's enough Marvel talk. Let's It's been it's been a lot of Marvel talk. Yeah. We can't help it. It's 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 ingrained into our podcast at this point. It is. We always want to talk about the new Marvel stuff. And we'll talk about we'll talk about Book of Boba Fett I think once it's all done, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um 
I have thoughts on it. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll we'll hold off. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, let's let's the reason that we're all here mm. is to discuss stupid Mario Brothers the movie. separated by time and space and yet somehow joined and contiguous with our own. Mario Brothers plumbing. No leak too small. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Don't touch it. No, no. It's not a big problem. Just leave it to the professionals. We'll be right there. Luigi, we got a broken dishwasher at the Riverfront Cafe. You know what that means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Mike. It's a movie that exists exists uh <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie that probably shouldn't exist Ooh, yep <laughs> if we're being honest and it's not the even movie, a hot take it's the movie that killed nintendo's uh willingness to ever let anyone do anything with their characters ever again and fair yeah like i don't know i guess there was like the only other thing i can think of that's like nintendo non-video game properties Pokemon doesn't really count, I don't think. No. 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 Because uh, it is owned by Nintendo, but also separate. I think it they is. Have, they it have is, their own. It is its own entity, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, like, the only other thing I can think of was, like, the Super Mario Brothers uh, cartoon hour thing that they did, which had, like, it was, like, in the early 90s. But that might have even been before... This it had like the old Legend of Zelda cartoons. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've heard they're awful. They're yes, I have never seen a full one. I've seen like clips. Mm. Uh, I think Nintendo kind of keeps them buried for a reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that was uh... this was the last the last straw for that. And fair enough, yeah. Yep. They gave uh, the producers full creative freedom. To do whatever they wanted, and they thought Blade Runner. <laughs> Boy, did they ever! <laughs> oh, okay. Blade Runner and Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we should we should attempt to break down the plot for for those who have not seen Super Mario Bros. the movie. But let's like let's take let's do an overview of the plot because there's a lot of things I want to nitpick. <laughs> Okay, wait. Like, uh, I don't know if we need to go scene by scene for this one or no, not. No, I'm, but... I'm, I'm pretty sure I can sum it up. I, I, I'll, I, I think I remember how what happens. Yeah. At least at the beginning, and then at the end, something happened in the middle. Don't know. Um, a lot of stuff happened in the middle that wasn't necessary. I, I, I mean, I did get up a few times <laughs> and yeah. did not bother pausing it. No. Um, it was just painful, but. Anyway, we we start off we start off great. The first three seconds of this movie, fantastic. Starts off with the Super Mario theme song in yep. its like full eight bit glory. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a pixel animation intro. Yeah, narrated by Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. So far, we're doing great. Yeah. And it's about dinosaurs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, interesting. Dinosaurs. What's this about? And then basically, um, basically the narrator is saying, 65 million years ago, there were dinosaurs and everything was chill. <laughs> then a meteorite 
comes and kills them all. But what if, instead of killing them all, it actually made a separate universe where all, all the dinosaurs went into the other universe instead of dying? And they've been evolving there for 65 million years. Wouldn't that be crazy? Ooh. Yeah. And so it's like the idea is dinosaurs then evolved into humans, basically. Yeah, which, no. They're still evolved from <laughs> reptiles, uh, but they still look like humans. And then Mario and Luigi are real-world New York plumbers in our universe. Yep. And they meet Princess Daisy, who's not a princess. She was abandoned on the steps of a... Well, she was an egg that was abandoned on the steps yeah. of a church. And then some nuns watched it hatch. And then the baby came out. And the baby came out and they were like, oh, dear lord. Which, like, um, let's be real. A bunch of nuns see a baby hatch from an egg. They're thinking, oh, this is the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Come. That baby's going to end up in the East River so fast. <laughs> but Oosh, That's a different kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 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 so they meet Daisy, who's excavating some dinosaur bones. And, you know, she takes Luigi down there and is like, look. Uh, dinosaur bones. Dinosaur bones, but they, like, have hands. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, These Yo. are new species. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that's crazy. And then... <laughs> Basically. And then they get attacked by some Koopa kids who are just humans with bad haircuts. Yeah. And they get sent into the Mushroom Kingdom through a magical dimension. Yeah. Does anyone call it the Mushroom Kingdom? Yeah. Dennis Hopper calls it the oh, Mushroom okay. Kingdom at one point. Okay. Because um, he turned the king into a mushroom using a de-evolution gun. And so the plot basically is Dennis Hopper is King Koopa... And he wants to get this piece of the meteorite back that, like, Daisy wears as a necklace. Uh, he wants to oh, yeah, get it. left with her as a baby. Yeah. Or as an egg. As an egg. Uh, and he wants to get her back so that he can put the final piece of the meteorite together and merge the two universes into one. So that he can rule the other universe. Um, yeah. Because be his sucks. Yeah, his is, his planet is basically desert and then, like, New York City, but... But Blade Runner. <laughs> but, but Blade Runner. And... Yeah, it's dystopian future. Only one yeah. city exists. The rest is desert. And then the Mario Brothers have to just save the day. Yep. But they don't know what's going on. It's, they don't. It's baffling. Mm, that's a good word for it. And there's so many choices that have been made that don't make any sense mm, yeah and there's so many choices that were made that are like you could have just made the opposite choice and it would have been better like one of the things you brought up was they keep putting luigi in red yeah he wears red so much including like, we were introduced to them yeah and first of all mario in his 40s yeah easily mario played by first of all we should say this is like this cast is like a character actor like fucking playground <laughs> like you got bob hoskins uh -huh. playing mario who everyone will probably know as eddie valiant from who framed roger rabbit yep and uh mr smee in hook i forgot about that those are probably like his two oh, wow. most popular yeah roles um you got john the legs leguizamo <laughs> uh <laughs> 
playing Luigi Mario because their names are Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. As because, canonized by this film, yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, playing Luigi. <laughs> uh, so you got a British man and a Colombian man, neither of whom are Italian American playing Italian Americans. Um, Why? <laughs> and yeah, he's wearing red all throughout the movie. Except like, for when he's wearing bright yellow. Uh, yeah. And, well, and sometimes he's just wearing, like, a dirty baseball jersey. And, like, like how hard would it be to just, like, put him in, like, a green shirt? Yeah. And Mario just wears, like, a red shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone would have been on board. You don't have to do the outfits. Like, they do the outfits at the very end. Yeah. When it's, it's not celebrated nearly enough. It, no. It feels like when you hold in a sneeze for a long time and then just, like, a... And you, then it goes a, away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. It's like, okay, like, the sneeze is gone, but also, come on. Yeah, because there's, like, a shot where they're like, we need some disguises, and they, like, open up a locker, like, here we go, and there's just a shot of them, like, standing in an elevator, and they're not really doing anything heroic, they're just kind of, like, looking around at each other, and then the doors close. Yeah, and, and it's, like, kind of, like, scanning up them, but it doesn't even finish scanning up them no. and the doors close. Like, we didn't, we didn't get nearly enough of that action shot. Very, very bad. Bad filmmaking all around. Um, <sighs> also, can I just say, right off the bat, first thing I notice... Luigi, no mustache. Why? Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a mustache. No. They both should have had mustaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, Mario, Mario's in, like, his 40s, and then Luigi looks like he's, like, what, early 20s or something? He's just, yeah. like, some punk kid. He's, and, like, 25 to 30 range. And, and clean-shaven. And he's clean-shaven. And uh, it's also unclear whether or not they're actually brothers. There's a scene where they're talking about how Mario... Well, when, she, when Daisy, who's blonde... Uh, yep. Again, how hard would it be to run to the drugstore and just get a box of hair dye? <laughs> or cast a brunette? But, like, if you're really sold on this actress, you can dye her hair blonde. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, and also, just before you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they're, they're at a double date where it's... Yeah, that's where I was going Lu- with this. It's right. Luigi and Daisy, <laughs> who are, like, you know, supposed to be a couple. And then it's Mario Kind and... of. You know, well, they yeah. just met. Well, I mean, like, in, in in the Mario world, that's kind of... Oh, in the Mario yeah. world, there are a couple. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's Mario with a woman that has not been introduced to us at all. Yeah. Um, who are like, is that supposed to be Peach? And then we learn out later that that is, in fact, Daniela. Daniela, that's her name. I want to say Dominic? That's not right. Um, who the fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But she's brunette. Yeah. It's like, how... There's like a real I... simple thing you could do <laughs> to not fuck this up. I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, oh, oh, there was another she, thing, She's too. talking about uh, being an orphan. And she's yeah, talking she's about, about it in a orphan. really weird way. Like, they should have known. Yeah. Like, like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I was abandoned as a child. Yeah. Yeah, the, I was I left up... at the, like, the... Yeah, the... I grew up at St. Catharines or whatever. Yeah, I grew up at St. Catharines. Like, you, you, you don't know. know that? <laughs> it was an it odd was, choice. It's very weird, but I... Uh, yeah, and then and then Luigi's like, oh yeah, that's like uh you know like me Mario basically he's been my mother and my father and my brother and everything he's raised me since I was a little boy. Yep, making like, the dynamic way more confusing than it already was. Yeah, you yeah. What is happening there? Yeah. So they're not they're not brothers. They're are they not related at all? But also he's it's Luigi's un- father. It's unclear if like. They are brothers, and like both their parents died, and so Mario had to raise Luigi. Or if he just like took him in as like an orphan, I don't know. It's very no clue, very confusing. 
But in the end, does it matter? No. No. Uh, <laughs> in the end, none of the things that we've been saying matter. Yeah. We so can be really nitpicky about it, and we can come across as really nitpicky. But ultimately, if all of the things that we had just said were rectified, this would still be a terrible movie. Yeah. So, like, the Blade Runner aesthetic for the Mushroom Kingdom is fucking baffling. Yeah. What? Um, I'm not familiar with the whole, like, like lore of Mario. Is there lore? I don't know. Like, I know he lives <laughs> in the Mushroom Kingdom. He is a plumber. Is he, though? I don't, I... I don't think that there's Mario lore to the same extent that there's, like, Legend of Zelda lore. No, but I think there's like basic things. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was a plumber from the get go. At least I don't know if like when he was Jumpman. I don't know, like in Donkey Kong. I don't know if he was a plumber. I don't think any thought had been put in. No, <laughs> at that it's point. just a guy in overalls, and then they're like, "Why is he wearing overalls, though?" Because plumber. he's a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Even though plumbers very famously have pants that continue to fall down. Yes, <laughs> I don't like. That's not even a. That's not even a thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Plumbers, yeah, they like show their crack. Who wears who wears overalls? Mechanics. Mechanics do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they wear coveralls. Coveralls. Right. Farmers wear overalls. Farmers. Yeah. So he should have been. Farmer. He should have been a farmer. Should have yeah. been a farmer. Um, but whatever. He's a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because he comes out of pipes. Just like plumbers do. Just, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> There is actually a line in the movie where where um, they've lost Daisy and they're in underground tunnels and they hear her voice and Luigi's like, we got to go this way. I heard her. And Mario's like, no, stupid. That's the echo. We need to go this way. Trust me. I've been living in pipes for years. <laughs> That's right. And we're like, wait, what? You fix like sinks and dishwashers and stuff. Why have you been in pipes? Like, <laughs> in large enough pipes to hear echoes, to understand, no, oh. doesn't make sense. No. Got it, a laugh out of me, though. It did, yeah. There's a couple things that, there's one scene that broke me. Oh. Absolutely broke me. Uh, <laughs> they, so when they arrive in the Mushroom Kingdom, Daisy has been wearing, you know, the the necklace of with the last piece of the meteor around her neck, and mm-hmm. King Koopa wants it. King Koopa, played by Dennis Hopper, another famous character actor. Yes. Maybe the most famous character actor. And also, <laughs> uh, King Koopa's like, right-hand person is um, Mrs. Uh, Dursley. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Dursley, yeah. Who? But she's dressed like um, Glenn Close from Hocus Pocus. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, and yeah, fun fact, the end credit song in this movie was originally written for Hocus Pocus and then not used, and they just threw it on this movie instead. <laughs> oh, really? Which is why which is why it has the it... line, put that Hocus Pocus on me. That makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. I thought that was weird. And whoever made the movie was just like, ah, fuck it, just throw this in. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, We already matter. recorded it, we gotta use it for something. Wow, um that yeah. is special. So, yeah, he needs the, he wants the... Crystal and uh, the last, yeah, the last bit of the meteorite, and Luigi grabbed it off of Daisy's neck before she got pulled through the portal by the the Koopas, and so, uh, you know, they get into town, and then they end up getting, oh, excuse me, they end up getting mugged. 
yeah. they, they, they show up in town and uh, a lady stops him in the tree. She's like, don't you have any weapons on you? You got to have weapons well, yeah, on she, you. It's she, not she's safe. She's like an old lady and she's yeah. like playing the innocent act. Yeah, she's like, it's not safe around here. You got to have weapons. And they're like, no, we don't have any. She's like, oh, good. And then like whips <laughs> out a huge gun. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. And like starts mugging them. And then another uh, big giant black lady in a red unitard. Like leather. It's one- like a, it's a it's a one piece. Yeah, one it's piece bodysuit. Sparkly. It's, it's got some spikes on it. Spikies on it. Like dominatrixy. It's pretty very intense. dominatrixy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so In moon boots. Did you mention the moon boots already? Not yet. We're, cool. We'll get there. Uh, so <laughs> she takes the the crystal from them because she's like, oh, she like picks up the old lady. Oh yeah, and throws, throws her. her off a balcony. Yeah, and then it's like, this is my thing now. And then she jumps away using her jump boots, which are like rocket powered. Rocket power moon boots. Moon boots, because they gotta, I guess, explain why Mario can jump so high. Is like, that why I never put high that enough, together? High enough to jump on a Goomba. Well, because this thing is jumping, right? Like he he jumps on top of things to kill them. Yeah, in the video game, that does happen. And this, not yeah. come across in the movie at all that that would have been the reason that they introduced those boots. I never that never crossed my mind. Oh, that's what I figured. I'm like, oh, because okay. he jumps. Okay, I get it. But he can't <laughs> just be good at jumping. Like they can't just be like less gravity in the. No, too you know, easy. Too easy. So his like Earth muscles are extra strong, and he can <laughs> jump higher than the the weak gravity. Uh, you know lizard people i don't know so anyways they got to get this thing back right they they strike a deal with the uh, after a big dumb chase scene ends with them ending up in the desert they kidnap the the koopas and they strike a deal with them they're like all right we'll help you get the crystal back or if you help uh, um if you give us daisy yeah yeah right. right and so they're like that that seems fine because King Koopa put them through a, a de-evolutionizer machine or a re- and like made them smarter because I guess it works oh, both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he's has, been making Goombas. Yeah, which aren't little armless brown brown mushroomy looking people. Yeah, they are just Dinosaurs? really large shouldered dinosaur people with, with tiny, tiny heads. heads. Yeah, who yeah. have been and he turns regressed. Toad into one. Yeah, yeah, they've been regressed to dinosaur. They've been de-evolutionized because they evolved from dinosaurs in this universe. So they've been de-evolutioned to dinosaur men. And he takes Toad, who is a punk rocking busker mm-hmm. in this one, not a mushroom person. No. Uh, and turns, but he does wear a vest. Yep. They got that right. And they, <laughs> He's they, got a they, gene vest. Bare minimum, yeah. <laughs> but we don't see him in it for long because nope. then he gets turned into a Goomba. He turned into a Goomba with a harmonica. <laughs> Yep. And that's the only reason that you know it's Toad is because he still has the harmonica. Mm-hmm. And it makes sound when he breathes. So, um, Why? he, like, makes them a bit smarter and they're like, ah, yes, uh, we know a lady uh, that took your thing. What? There was a good joke. There was, like, the one good joke in the movie and now I've forgotten it. Oh. It's something It's something along the lines of, like, oh, there was this, you know, big lady that came and took our crystal, and they're like, oh, is she rotund? Oh, no. Um, uh, they, yeah, they, they start describing the lady with, like, yeah. the red suit and the jumping boots, um, and Iggy is like, copulent? Was she copulent? Copulent? And Luigi's like, no, no but she, she was, was real, real round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so they throw on some suits, which are ladies' suits. Apparently, apparently, because one of them suits? belonged to uh, Iggy's ex-wife, or something like that. Something like that. And again, 
Luigi's in a red suit, yes. and Mario's in a yellow suit. Why? It's just Why? like the, it could like it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. Come on. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, like, if it, 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 the thing is, like, it didn't, it would not matter to me if they were both just wearing wrong colors. Yeah. But the fact that there was a red suit Mm -hmm. and they put Luigi in it baffles me. Yeah. And they've frequently been giving him a red, you know, he wears a red baseball cap through a lot of the movie and, like, stuff like that. It's like, wearing so much red what is happening and like were they doing it intentionally were they just trying to piss me off i don't know well i don't think like video games were not taken anywhere near as seriously as they're taken now right and like gamers definitely weren't it was like dumb things for kids right like it was for little kids adults didn't care about this so they're like kids aren't gonna care if he's wearing green purple blue or you know little did they know those kids would would grow up and (laughs) care way too much way too fucking much so (laughs) Here we are complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, what year You're was done this again? fucked up. 1993. 93. So movie's almost as old as we are. <laughs> and we hated it. Yeah. So um this was the scene that broke me. They find the lady uh whose name I think is Big Bertha. Is actually in the credits. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um I guess yeah, when they when they are talking with Iggy and Spike, the Koopa kids, and they like describe her and they recognize yep. the description they do give the name but i totally forgot big bertha <laughs> big bertha wow and so she's there in her bright red uh has you not, know has not changed latex yep. dominatrix outfit yep. and she's like a full foot taller than mario oh easily like she's and i don't know if that's just because she's got like you know 15 inch heels on or what or like platform boots but her moon boots <laughs> she's got her moon boots on oh yeah i guess so uh anyway she's like a full head taller of them and 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 they start doing this like uh sexy dance yeah mario's plan is to seduce her yeah his oh yeah so he goes up to her and he's like hey and like tries to like put on the charm and she punches him in the face fully punches him in the face and then he is like okay uh i am gonna take a different approach here and his approach seems to be i am short step on me mommy Because he goes up to her and he's like, excuse me, would you punch me in the face again? I really liked it. The feeling of your knuckles against the skin on my face, they're so smooth and soft and it just felt so right. And she's like, oh. And she like roughly grabs him by the collar and is like, dance with me. Yeah. And then they start doing this like super sexual dance where he's constantly trying to get the necklace. Like he dips her at one point and then like just shoves his face in between her <laughs> boobs and, like, grabs the necklace with his teeth. And it's not small, by the way. This piece of meteor is not small. It it's pretty big. It fills up his mouth. Yeah. And then she kind of, like, looks at him and he's like, oh, and, like, spits it back out. And then they're doing, like, a tango thing. And he's got, like, his hand behind her neck and he's, like, fiddling with the the thing. and Yeah, trying to untie it. Untie it. And it's just, like, this, like, really weird, overly sexual yeah, which, dance. By the way, like, they're plumbers. There's been a lot of stuff about pipes. We've been making sexual jokes throughout the entire oh, movie. Yeah. Um, you Talk, know, you like, know, getting your pipes cleaned and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, like, and like, even there's been the occasional line by Mario that I'm just like, that's overtly sexual. Yeah. But they didn't mean it to be. No. And all of a sudden, this happens, and it is overtly sexual it's very sexual there's didn't like didn't see it coming definitely like someone on the production had like 
he must have been you know some someone whoever wrote this must have been like super short and like had a thing for tall women and like had like a mommy kink because like it's like that's what's coming across here is like this yeah it's a very like bdsm uh oh yeah step on me mommy that's all i can think of (laughs) that's the only way i can describe it and And, like whenever you think of step on me mommy what's the next thing you think of super mario bros super mario bros of course yeah but that's what broke me like i lost my mind i was like this is a super mario movie and i'm watching this ridiculously sexy tango scene with like a huge tall dominatrix woman who's like she's also thick and like ah I'm sure there was a ton of 10-year-old kids who just, like, had a lot of questions about themselves after watching this movie back Chances in 1993, are. going, like, why? I was aroused by this, and why? <laughs> or, like, what are these feelings that I'm suddenly feeling? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, you just could barely breathe. You just died laughing. It was so funny. The realization of it. This is Super Mario Bros. Yeah, and then, the oh, what does she call him later? My little... Oh, uh, pudgy butt or something like that. Like, yeah, or pudgy buns. Pudgy buns. That's what it is. Uh, she's like, you want to get out of here? She's like, come here, my little pudgy buns. And then she kisses him. And she's like, if you want to get out of here, use the use the jump boots. And then they put on the jump boots and then they jump out with yep. with milk cartons over their heads or yep. milk crates. Milk crates. Yeah. yeah. Smash the windows. Smash the windows. Um, yeah. Fucking baffling, man. I don't know. Uh, it's. <laughs> I like I. The fact that this exists. The is, fact that it exists. Yeah. Like I don't. What What's astounding to me is that someone looked at the Mario video games with all the bright colors and like the fun little creatures, and they were like, "None of that. The only, <laughs> the only thing we're gonna keep is the Bob-omb, and it's gonna be a tiny little wind-up toy, uh, that takes forever to explode." And that, like, that's the only thing we're keeping. Uh, we'll put them in a red hat at some point, I guess. But like, yeah. And he's got a mustache. Like the the like the most accurately represented character in this movie was actually Yoshi, who is just a little dinosaur. Yeah, it's a little tiny baby T Rex who has a is long yellow. Yeah, it has a, <laughs> has a long tongue. Yeah. Um, and uses that to his advantage at two points in the movie. Yeah. It would have been a lot better if he was a little bit bigger, if he was green, and if Daisy had, like, ridden him out at one point. That would have made a lot more sense. Because he helps her escape. How did Yoshi escape? Yoshi's, like, manacled to the wall. He's, like, he's the royal pet. I guess he was was the Mushroom King's pet. I guess. I don't know. Maybe she unties him or unshackles him. Because he uses his tongue to help get her free. He... Yeah, he uses his tongue to stop Mrs. Dursley from, like, killing her. Mm-hmm. And then she books it. Yeah. Leaving him there. And then Yoshi gets stabbed in the neck. With a high-heeled shoe. With a high-heeled shoe. We see him later, and he appears fine. But I did yeah. leave that scene wondering, did they just kill Yoshi? Did Mrs. Dursley just kill Yoshi? Thankfully, no. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's... Oh, I don't even know how to explain, like, what happens in this movie. Like, there's a car chase yeah. with, like, this, like, Mad Max-esque, like, police car that's built on, like, a Dodge Charger or something like that. And it's got, like, a freaking 
like plow in the front of it. Yep. To like break through things, but that's also like powered by electricity. Mm, They've yeah. got these like antenna, which are like uh, the. I mean the parallel I drew was like to the buses in Vancouver. Yeah, it it felt a lot like that. Yeah, yeah if you've <laughs> ever been to Vancouver, all the buses in that city are powered by electricity, and there's cables that run along the street that the buses have these two antennas that they connect to that way. But also, these cars just had antennas sticking up. Yeah. I don't think there were any cables. I, like, there were sometimes, Um, I think, because, like... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we watched it on VHS, so it's hard to tell sometimes but like i thought i saw it like hitting cables and that's why the antennas were sparking but like everything was sparking but everything was sparking all the time (laughs) um they did a lot of plumbing in this movie though yes that is true that is like the one thing that they're like all right they're plumbers we got to make sure that the plumbing is 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 a main feature in the in the plot of the film yeah and so like they use their plumbing skills to stop their rival plumbing uh, company from flooding out the dig site yep. and they use their plumbing skills to save oh to turn off all the heat in the building yep they shut off all the and it's just it just goes on and on and on yep. like everything Mario specifically Mario by the way Mario is a master plumber yeah uses those skills on multiple occasions Luigi not so much but Luigi just has like a sixth sense for what to do. Yeah. You just like, oh, we need to go this way. Trust me, I got a good feeling about this. Oh, I need to grab this mushroom. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and then then there's like, there's fungus, which kind of just looks like a bunch of dirty bed sheets hanging all over the place. Yes. Um, this, This movie gives off a lot of like New Line Cinema vibes. Yes. Like I had to go check to see if it was a new line movie. <laughs> Just to make sure. To make sure. But it was like, yeah, if if you know what I mean by that, like you know what I mean. <laughs> like, and if I if you don't, I can't really explain it to you other than like go watch some of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels and like the Ninja Turtles movies and you'll kinda know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, the Ninja Turtles movies. Are there any new line Oh, uh Mortal Kombat was a new line cinema movie. Yes from the 90s that we watched that's you know it had a lot of those kind of vibes on par yeah yeah (laughs) woof so yeah like they like mrs dursley gets the meteorite and then tries to merge the worlds assuming that like king koopa too like assumes that if they're the ones to merge the worlds, they'll just rule over the new world i don't know where the logic is that but mrs dursley tries and the meteorite electrocutes her and then shoots her into the wall and she becomes kind of like a fossil or well she becomes a skeleton she basically is turned into a skeleton immediately but she does briefly merge the two worlds in which case koopa and mario show up uh at the dig site at the dig site and i guess it's like the mayor of new york or something is there no, no, it was the 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 president of the rival um, plumbing company. Right. Anyways, yeah, and he shoots him with a de-evolution gun, and he just turns into a chimpanzee. Yep. And everyone there's like, <laughs> "That's so funny." He turned into a monkey, <laughs> and you were like, "If that happened in real life, no one would be laughing." No way. Everyone would be so scared. Someone just got turned into a monkey <laughs> by someone who materialized out of thin air. People would be running and screaming, not laughing. Yes, the monkey's cute. You would not stop to notice. You really wouldn't. Um, I called bullshit. Yeah. So, 
But then, but then Luigi and Daisy they undo it, get the shard back out using plumbing tools. Using plumbing tools, yeah, it's the one time that that's Luigi's character arc is he learns yes. that plumbing is important and how to do plumbing good. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> they use some plumbing tools and they pull the the shard of the meteorite out, and then Koopa and Mario get sent back to the Mushroom Kingdom, even though like Mario technically belongs in the real world. So why does he come back? It's I guess the people are, people are just put back where they were before the merge. I guess something. so. And then we the bomb bomb goes off. Yeah. yeah. And kills King Koopa. But it doesn't really kill him at all. No. He's fine, but then Oh yeah, right, he doesn't die. But then Mario The Mario region. Bros. Yeah, use the D evolution guns on him and he starts to turn into a T Rex. And I was hoping for a T Rex battle. Like he was gonna be Bowser. I was hoping for Bowser to happen. Yeah. Bowser never comes up. No. He turns into a dinosaur that is not very T Rex looking briefly. Yeah. Before turning into primordial ooze yeah he turns back into that primordial soup and just kind of splashes on the ground yep. was bowser part of the original games or did he not show up until like super mario 64 oh that's a good question because super mario 64 was my like first mario game yeah i mean um, i'm more like honestly the most experience i have with mario games is like mario kart and mario party right i never really played Super Mario 64 too much. I played a little bit of Super Mario Sunshine. Ooh, I loved me some Super Mario Sunshine. Which is good. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, never really played too much Super yeah, Mario I, 64. I was just late to the game on I'm it. pretty sure Bowser was in Super Mario Bros, but now you've got me wondering if, I, if I'm wrong, and it was just King Koopa, yeah. who was like a big dinosaur, and not necessarily Bowser. But also, I think Bowser's called King Koopa sometimes. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh, is there anything else we missed? Um, oh, probably. That That's important enough to talk oh, about? Oh, that's important. No, no, definitely not. Oh, yeah. Bowser is and King Koopa are the same. Okay, that's what character. I thought. Yeah. yeah. They're calling him King Koopa. He had a horrible, terrible hairstyle that was kind of reminiscent of the um, spikes on Bowser's head. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. But he was just a person. Also, I just had a thought. Just Dennis Hopper. What's the that? Original Super Mario artwork for Super Mario Bros. Mario is in white. Oh, yes, that is true. When did he get the red? I don't remember. Interesting. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was white. I think it used to be like when you get the fire flower, then you turn red or something like that. Maybe I'm remembering that wrong. No, I think when you get the fire flower, you turn white. Oh, was it? I think so. Hmm. I think the the eight bit model had. Um. Yeah, I think the eight bit Mario uh model had, the, red and blue. Bit and then when you got the fire flower, then you turned white and red. Hmm. Well. Either way. There were no fire flowers in this movie. <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. There was very little anything that made sense for Super Mario Bros. The fuck was this movie? I don't know. I think it was an attempt to make like a fun like action adventure like kids movie. 
but then like why set it in like the dystopian blade runner future (laughs) um and also like i don't know if it was just like they were like oh maybe that's like cheaper to do than to like create like the whole like mushroom kingdom maybe like people wouldn't take it seriously if it looked like that oh yeah which like definitely needed people to take it seriously which is like fair because i think like if you start doing that in live action it would be very easily easy to look like a shitty like children's show yeah you know um so i think it's fair to not want to do that but then like also like just do it as animation yeah it's like it it lends itself to a cartoon obviously easy so i don't know why and and also and also here's the here's the extra baffling thing it's the company that made this is hollywood pictures which is a subsidiary of the walt disney company that's right so like you've got you know the Disney company is producing this. They're the kings of animation. Yep. Why not do a cartoon? <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. Did, like? Uh, Mario could have been a Disney cartoon. That would have been amazing. And it could have been a classic. Can you imagine? Can you imagine living in that world? The classic well, Disney cartoon, Super Mario Bros. We're getting another Mario movie coming up wait what it is animated it's being produced by the same studio that did despicable me oh they're making the next super mario movie and mario is going to be voiced by everyone's favorite italian actor no it's not leonardo dicaprio (laughs) chris pratt is doing the voice of mario chris pratt is doing the voice of mario he's not italian by the way no at least as much as I know. Maybe he's got some Italian in him. I don't know. But, like, doesn't the original voice of Mario still live? Yes, he is alive, but also I don't want that. Chris Martinet. That's his name. Because, like, if there was, like, two hours of going, like, Oh, it's me, Mario. Okay, that's strange, yeah. Woo! A full-length like, movie that would get like, old. Like, that would get fucking old, you know? That's true. I hope that he at least cameos in it, though. Yeah, he's got to do something. They got to give him another voice part or something. But like, also, I don't want Chris Pratt to sound like or Mario to sound like you know, just a guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. That like, also, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Like, I think of Chris Pratt's voice roles, and I'm thinking like the Lego Movie. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. So hmm, me I mm, I might. I don't know. I might not watch that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, yeah? I mean, probably not, like, in the theaters. Like, probably not pay to watch it? <laughs> I, I, doubt, I doubt I'd pay to watch it. I gotcha. I gotcha. But I'm very curious. I guess just having had this experience, I have no faith at all yeah. in seeing a Mario movie ever again. Fair enough. I mean, so we've done a number of video game movies on this show. We've done Resident Evil, Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. That's a big one, yeah. Sure, there's another one that I can't remember. I mean, now Mario. I don't know why you would choose Mario as the one to adapt. I mean, this was the first ever video game adaptation. That's right, yeah. First ever live first action one. movie produ- uh, based on a video game. Wow. And I guess maybe just because Mario was the highest selling video game at that point. You know, it's 1993. Probably. The NES is like in full swing. Yeah um the super nintendo might even be out by this point i'm not sure Mm. but 
you know oh, it might be actually yeah it might be like just coming out maybe uh but anyways you know so mario's like hot shit so i guess they're thinking like oh if we just put mario in a movie like we'll make him you know doesn't matter what he does <laughs> yeah we'll make a billion dollars and it didn't they lost about 10 million on this that sounds about right cost about 48 million they only made 38 at the box office and that's not factoring in advertising so they lost probably closer to 20 30 million yeah 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 that tracks and and it scared nintendo so bad that they never let anyone do anything with their shit ever again until this wow so new animated kind movie. of a big deal that there's a mario movie yeah and nintendo is heavily involved Right, yes. Instead of, do what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what what the thought process was behind this movie. It's truly astounding. It's, yeah, yeah I, I'm just, I'm baffled. I'm upset by it. There was, there was one thing I appreciated about, about the movie, and that's the, like, inorganic forced romance between luigi and daisy Mm. at the end they don't get together daisy decides to stay in the world that she came from yeah um to try to like help it and the mario bros go back alone and i was like cool that's a strong choice i appreciate that and then the movie goes to them and they're you know having spaghetti of course course as a mario will do mario and daniela who's just there we don't know anything about her still um and luigi's looking all sad he doesn't even call her like my little peach or anything i thought for sure that he was gonna drop that but as a little little nickname pet name yeah Yeah. nope no nothing um (laughs) fuck um but then all of a sudden like they're about to eat and then daisy just busts through the door looking all mad max and is like I need your help. Something's wrong. And Luigi's like, what? And she's like, something you bad. You'll never believe it. And Mario's like, I believe it. And then he grabbed their tool belts, which are hanging on hooks by the door. Yeah. Um, and that's how the movie ends. Yeah. For on a freeze frame of her. Oh yeah. Freeze frame of her. Like a, like a not flattering freeze frame of her. And then the song that wasn't in Hocus Pocus plays yep. over the credits and gets the first credit. Oh, yeah. Like it fades to black and then the song starts playing and then the credit for like this song by Roxette. Yep. Which is a weird choice. It's very weird. What was up with that? I don't know. Like, by the way, this is the song that you're listening to. Maybe they're like and really trying. the credits. Yeah, maybe they're like really trying hard to like sell the single. The Kasingle. The Kasingle. <laughs> Love it. So. Jeez, yeah, that's. Yeah. I got, I got, I got nothing. Do you recommend this movie nope. to people? Okay. Nope. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and just uh, call that one big pile of shit. That is one big pile of shit. I got, I got nothing else to say about that. Like, yes, you, oh, you laughed so hard that you almost died, but I think it's because you were actually dying. And not because it was funny. I was baffled. I was actually baffled that what I was seeing was happening and let alone, like, not just happening, but happening in a Super Mario movie. Yeah. So it... Confusing to no end. I feel like you should see it. Really? You're in gonna, a way. Like... You're gonna recommend people watch this? No. Like, I don't... <laughs> 
Like, not because it's good, but, like, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> there's, a part, there's a part of me that's like, you should see this so that you just, so that you know, <laughs> like, what's out there. But I don't know if I can do it. No, don't do it. I think I'll say it's one big pile of shit. Yes. I don't I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I definitely never want to watch it ever again. And yet somehow I feel like I will end up watching it again at some point. That's kind of how your life goes. It really is. Um Oh, apparently that Mario movie's coming out this year. Oh, maybe we should have saved it for when that movie comes out. Too late. In theaters 2022. Yeah, it doesn't say. Um what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score was? Ooh. Um, 22. Very, very, very close. Ooh. It's 28%. 28. Ooh, that was pretty close. Yeah. Oh, the one thing we forgot to mention is that this movie has a score by Alan Silvestri. Oh, yeah. Legendary Back to the Future Predator Avengers composer Alan Silvestri. Yeah. Done beautiful, sweeping, enigmatic, and exciting scores. Um, he did this movie. I don't remember the music at all. Oh, except for that one tune that we were like, is this in Home Alone? <laughs> uh, I don't think it is because Home Alone was John Williams, actually, thinking back to it. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, it sounded But really it's in familiar. something like that. It's yeah. been reused in something else and I don't know what it is. Um, I will put it in very, very low underneath this, uh, as I'm talking here in case someone knows it and can leave it in the comments uh, or send us an email because uh, I don't want to get demonetized on YouTube because mm. we got in some trouble for playing that happy happy Halloween song. Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's Super Mario Brothers the movie. Don't watch it. It's bad. Yep. Okay. That's the show for them this month. We did it. We sure did, didn't we? We did. Uh, we will be back next month with another movie. And oh. until then, do you want to know what we're watching? Yeah, I'd like to know what's what's on the docket for February. February. Uh, we are watching a movie called Valentine. Oh. Which is a 90s uh, horror slasher movie. I think it stars David Boreanaz, who people might know as uh, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. And some other people. And I think it's directed by the same guy that made Urban Legend. Okay. I'd never heard of it. I found the DVD at a thrift store and I'm like, oh, perfect. Perfect. February. <laughs> February is settled then. We'll, we'll make some steak. We'll bake some cake. And we'll yeah. watch a Valentine absolutely steak and cake and valentine and we'll have it out ah i'm not gonna say that we'll have it out in time for valentine's day i don't want to make that promise no, fuck that we'll just see how life goes yeah we'll just do it um <laughs> but yeah that's the show for this month we'll be back next month with valentine uh you can find us on the interwebs all of our links uh, are at linktr.ee slash retro crap pod uh, get all up on it you can find all the links there even the link to our patreon mm. which we talked about earlier it's super cheap doesn't cost you a lot of money at all and it gets you some extra stuff Ooh, like what aaron uh we got movie commentaries oh we got uh bonus episodes that we recorded and then never released oh so the worst ones mm, yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> we got um 
what else do we got we got uh yeah there's like three commentaries up there now there's uh an episode where i am super super duper tired and i try to recap all of the marvel movies leading up to infinity war oh yeah the big marvel recap that was fun that was fun we did a 40th episode extravaganza where <laughs> we go and look back at the past 40 episodes and and do uh like a you know retrocapular retrospective retrospective (laughs) and you kind of i think quiz me on some fun you did you kind of helmed that episode that was your thing yeah i don't remember anymore yeah you did some stuff and then (laughs) (laughs) we got some more stuff that we want to do in the uh in the future we got some plans Mm -hmm. um we try to update it whenever we can uh but we don't always do it every month but that's why it's so cheap so you know, it balances out. Uh, other than that, I think oh, if you want to send us an email, you can. Retrocrappod at gmail.com. Mm, yeah, we love getting emails. We love it. Uh, we haven't gotten any recently, but like, keep them, keep them coming if you got them. And anyways, that's all the stuff. And so, stay sweet, stay sexy, <laughs> stay safe. And until next time, keep watching crap. <laughs>